Barukatai Adonai Eloheinu, Melech HaOlam, blessed art thou, Lord our God, King of the universe, thy kingdom come, and thy will be done on earth as it is, as it is in heaven. Amen, amen. Thank you for joining me today. Beautiful Saturday here in the Metroplex. Fishbowl Radio Network. My name is Troy Napoleon Brown. Got a good show for you today. Some good teachings. Going to talk about salvation. And, um, you know, there's a lot. That, well, one of the most theological question is, are we just saved? Uh, well, you know what? I'm going to let y'all let y'all in on it a little bit later on. I want to give everything away. But I'm also going to talk about good works, dead works. And also, uh, Jesus told us to be salt. So we're going to talk about getting a little bit salty. Sorry about starting a little bit late. The, the show before me kind of ran over. So uh, we're going to get it started here with some old traditional gospel music. Because of you. Come on, help me sing this. There is no way. Could have made it. I could have made it. Made it this far. Good. I'm so glad I'm here tonight. 
This is perhaps the most important question in all of Christian theology. Is salvation by faith alone or is salvation by faith plus plus works? Now, you know, this question here uh, was cause was the cause of the Reformation. Uh, that was the uh, split between. Uh, the Protestant Protestantium and, and, and Catholicism. You know, this question is a key difference between biblical Christianity and most of the cults. You know, is salvation through faith alone or through faith plus uh, human works? You know, stated another way, am I saved by trusting in Jesus or do I or do I have to believe in Jesus and and in addition do, you know, certain things? You know, the works in addition to faith uh, needed for salvation, you know, they differ uh, in various uh, religious uh, circles. You know, many groups point to water baptism, you know, as a work that must be added uh, to faith for salvation. If you're not baptized, you're not saved. You know, some go even further. You, know, you must be baptized by the right minister uh, using the right method saying you know the right words you know others suggest uh different rights to be observed uh, in order uh, to be saved but the formula is always is always faith plus and then you fill in the blank you know uh salvation is through faith plus receiving mass faith plus going to confession faith plus tithing and etc and etc and yet you know, numerous passage, uh, passages of the Bible teach that salvation is through faith alone, not faith plus works. In Ephesians 2, verses 8 through 9, for example, is clearly worded and unequivocal. You know, it says, it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, 
so that no one, no one can boast. You know, of great importance is the word grace, you know, and that uh, refers to God's blessings on us. Uh, we, uh, the undeserving, you know, the very idea uh, of grace negates all uh, attempts to earn uh, salvation. Now, Paul makes uh, the argument when teaching on on God's choosing uh, of the remnant of Israel. He says in, in Romans 11, verse six, and if by grace, then it is no more of works. Otherwise, grace is no more grace but if it be of works then it is no more grace otherwise work is no more no more work you know other passages that clearly teach salvation through faith alone include acts chapter 16 verse 31 and they said believe on the lord jesus christ and thou shalt be saved and thy house romans three twenty eight. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. Romans 4, 5. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth justify the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. And then in Romans 5, verse 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. In Galatians 2, verse 16. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. In Galatians 3.24, wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ that we might be justified and by faith in uh, Ephesians 1:13, in whom you also trusted after that you'd heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation in whom you also after that ye believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise and finally here in Philippians 3 9 Apostle Paul wrote and be found in him not having my own righteousness which is of the law but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by by faith. There are a few passages now, you know, uh, at first glance, you know, seem, let me just say, seem to teach salvation through faith plus works. You know, and some argue and they might go back and say, well, you know, what about James chapter 2, verse 24, which appears to say that justification is by faith plus works. You know, you see that a, a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. Now, this uh, this apparent problem is really solved if you examine uh, the whole of James argument, you know, in his epistle. You know, James is refuting the idea that a person can have saving faith uh, without producing any good works. Uh, in James chapter 2, verses 17 to 18, he says, Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works. And I will show, ye, show thee my faith by my works. So, get this. Genuine faith in Christ you know, James says, will produce 
will produce a changed life and result in in good works. You know, James is not saying that, you know, justification is by faith plus works, but that a person who is uh, truly justified by faith will have good works in his or, or her life. And, you know, the works are uh, an outward show of genuine faith, you know, in Christ, you know, and it's uh, it's that outward show uh, really that justifies the believer you know, in the sight of, um, of other people. Now, Paul says, you know, those who have true faith in Jesus Christ will be eager, as it says in Titus 2.14, will be eager to do what is good. You know, let me piggyback to Ephesians 2. You know, immediately, you know, after teaching that, uh, you know, we are saved through faith, not through works, Paul says that we, we were created, it says in uh, verse 10, we were created to do to do good works you know salvation comes by god's grace through faith and that faith is made manifest in good works you know the works follow the faith and our uh and our proof of it so let me wrap this up by saying if we're going to say that we are saved you know by works we must qualify whose works whose works you know we're not saved by our own works how uh meritorious uh, they are you know in our own eyes uh, again let us not boast you know we are saved slow slowly you know solely excuse me by the work of christ you know on our behalf his death and his resurrection are the works are the works that save us we receive our savior by faith by faith you know it says in john 1 verse 12 it says but as many as received him to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe, that believe on his name. Amen. Amen. When I come back, I'm going to really dig into uh, verse 10, uh, staying in Ephesians 2 and talk about, you know, we were created for good works. I'm going to go ahead and expunge on that a little bit. Going back to some traditional gospel music. God bless you on the day. Thank you for listening in.
Brown here. I'll be right back after this commercial messages with why we are created for good works right after this. 
podcasters and internet radio hosts, it's time to take your show to the next level. Hi, my name is Sammy G, a 30-plus year radio broadcasting veteran, public speaker, and voiceover artist. And for the last 11 years, now the proud owner of Fishbowl Radio Network, the largest and most listened to streaming platform and radio station facility of its kind. Two years ago, I created a proprietary system to help podcasters and internet radio hosts learn how to program their show like the pros, build a constantly growing and loyal fan base, and monetize their show. I teach this system every six weeks via Zoom to individuals all over the world. The Behind the Mic Masterclass is six one-hour classes that will finally take your show to the next level. Call today, 817-633-4880, 817-633-4880, and reserve your seat for the next Behind the Mic Masterclass. Hey, this is Linda. Catch my show. It's all about kids and the kid in you. On Saturdays at 2 p.m. Central Time, starting September 10th. On this show, we will discuss issues that concern kids and also adults because of things that may have happened to them when they were kids. You can expect to hear from children, adults, and professionals discussing issues they may be facing today. Our mission is to bring healing to children, families, and our communities. Our goal is to save lives. This show will change lives. Catch my show on Saturdays at 2 p.m. Central Time. It's all about kids and the kid in you. Jump in. Here's today's STEM tip. Make your selfies look even better with science. Take your pics at golden hour right before the sun sets. The wavelengths made by the atmosphere create a perfect golden light for that beautiful face of yours. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. Hi, this is your host, Pastor Clemens of the God's Warrior Show, broadcasting live each week on Saturday at 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Now log on to hear feel-good gospel music, inspiration words, and exciting guest interviews. Be sure to log on to God's Warrior Show on Fishbowl Radio Network every Saturday to receive the blessing that you've been waiting for. On Fishbowl Radio Network, jump in. You're listening to Thy Kingdom Come with Troy Napoleon Brown on Fishbowl Radio Network.
He's able. 
Chester Diddy Baldwin Music Ministry Mass Choir. He's ready, willing, and he's able. Amen, amen. In Ephesians chapter 1 through, through 3, Paul explains uh, the new position of the believer as, uh, you know, being in Christ and the implications uh, the implications of uh, that position. Now, in the um, second half of the letter, which is Ephesians 4, chapters 4 through 6, uh, Paul challenges believers to walk in a manner worthy of that calling, worthy of that calling. You know, one key, key uh, pivot point, you know, between position and uh, practice is the reality that we were created, created for for good works. You know, so in Ephesians 1, Paul, you know, explains how uh, each person of the Trinity has worked to, uh, to achieve our new position in Christ. The Father, it says in uh, verse 4, predestines. Uh, the Son, in verse 7, redeems through his blood. And the uh, Holy Spirit seals in verses 13 to 14. He then prays, you know, that believers will understand the amazing blessing that God has provided then we see that in 15 through 23 you know in their previous law state people walked according you know to their fallen nature which was uh was sinful and he jumps over to that in ephesians 2 and verses 1 2 3 now paul offers he offers a quite a uh, contrast when he explains that in our new position in verse 10 we are created for uh good works you know and paul explains how you know, people move uh, from the state of being lost, of being, you know, by nature, children of wrath and uh, being dead and trespasses and sins to this uh, new lofty position in Christ. You know, by God's mercy and love, uh, he reiterates in verse four of Ephesians two, you know, he made us alive in Christ, even when, you know, we were still dead, you know, in our sins. In other words, in other words, we did not earn it. You know, we were not able to demonstrate uh, any righteousness or provide uh, any merit. You know, and God accomplished this through his, his grace, his grace and mercy. And we were raised up uh, to be with Christ and, and have a new position of citizenship uh, with Christ in heaven. You know, God did all this for his own glory or the uh, demonstration of his character. It says there in verse seven and how God accomplished our salvation is perhaps, you know, beyond, you know, our comprehension, you know, but Paul provides a, uh, a simple formula to help us uh, understand what God did, you know, by God's grace, which is undeserved kindness. You know, we have been saved, you know, delivered from lostness and given and given his his righteousness. Amen. You know, this is his gift. This is his gift. And uh, not something, you know, we have earned. You know, Paul reiterates that uh, we did not earn it. Otherwise, we would be glorified rather than God. You know, he, in giving us uh, this new life, God made us new as his workmanship, you know, creating us in Christ Jesus for, again, good works that he designed, you know, before this deliverance uh, took place. And, you know, remarkably, you know, God created us for good works, not because if you think about it, good works, you know, we were never, you know, we're not saved by good works. Rather, he saved us for uh, good works. You know, this is such you lay back and think about it, such a uh, liberating and encouraging fact, you know, for us. 
you know, good works are important in the life, you know, the believer. You know, they are what we are designed to do. You know, however, they are uh, not the basis of our lives or the cause, again, like I reiterated earlier, of our salvation. Because, you know, we've been made righteous and have a new life. We can please God. Amen. You know, as the author of Hebrew puts it in Hebrews eleven six, without faith, it is impossible, impossible to please God. Yet, you know, that same author, Apostle Paul, well, we don't know if that was Paul or not. But a lot of theologians uh, believe it was Paul that authored Hebrews. But, you know, that same author, you know, explains that believers can please God. Uh, and it says in Hebrews 13, uh, verse 16, it says, But to do good and to communicate, forget not. For with, uh, for with such sacrifices, God is well, he's well pleased. And Paul tells the Thessalonians that they are pleasing God uh, by their behavior in uh, 1 Thessalonians 4.1. Yet he reminds them to excel uh, even more. So God has created us as new creatures so that we might walk with him and, you know, bear fruit. We are designed for good works, doing that which pleases God rather than living according to our old, you know, our old nature. It is uh, important that we as children of the most high God in the Hebrew that name is El Elyon. We must fulfill God's design as we have been created. Amen. For, for good works. Here's Mississippi Mass and your grace and your mercy. Your grace and mercy brought me through. I'm living this moment because of you.
Thank you. Come to Jesus. 
the disciples. Don't go to the casino. There's no need to turn it to drugs. Alcohol. And sometimes you can't find mama or papa. But I came to tell you, you can trust the Lord. Try. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Just Amen. The late Ray Clay Evans. Come to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Troy and Porter Brown completing the first hour here. When I come back, I'm going to talk about uh, dead works. We see that in uh, Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 2, and also uh, Matthew chapter 5, verse 13. Jesus told us to be the salt here uh, on the earth. And we'll, we'll talk about trying to get a little bit more salty in these derelict times, you know, that we live in. Right after these, you know, commercial messages. Stay tuned. Hey, check out the Review with Joint Company radio show, broadcasting live each week on Mondays at 7 p.m. from Fishbowl Radio Network Studios at Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas. Log on to hear book reviews with best-selling authors, new authors, and authors you choose. Be sure to log on each week on Mondays at 7 p.m. to catch the review with Joint Company radio show. They would love to be in the midst of your company. Come on, jump in. Podcasters, the name of the game is to get more visibility for your podcast so you can gain more credibility with your audience, thus more profitability. If you're ready to start syndicating your podcast and massively grow your audience and influence, then contact Fishbowl Radio Network today at 817-633-4880. Fishbowl Radio Network is one of the largest streaming platforms in the world. And now your podcast can be heard all over the world by the listening audience that Fishbowl Radio Network has amassed over the last 11 years. With over 6 million impressions a month and growing, this is a platform that all podcasters should be on to create greater visibility for their podcast. Jump in today and be a part of the Fishbowl family, streaming great live internet radio shows and podcasts 24-7-817-633-4880. Jump in. Did you know that Proverbs 31 woman was also an entrepreneur? It's true, but somehow we struggle to embrace our businesses as the God-anointed ventures they truly are. Well, I'm Tiana B. Clewis, executive pastor and owner of a multi-million dollar consulting firm, and I want to invite you to join me on Saturday, October 1st at Ambitious Dreamers, The Pouring. Claim your seat at www.thepouring.life so you can be equipped with the practical and biblical strategies you need to embrace your business as a means of financial abundance and ministry. Space is limited, so register now at www.thepouring.life. Hi, this is Diane Marion Eunice, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. For the past nine years, I have worked with over 300 couples in the areas of sexual health, communication, and conflict resolution. If you are interested in rebuilding connection and intimacy with your partner, please contact me today. I can be reached at 682-201-8175, or you can email me at diane at let's 
letstalkrelationships.org or visit my website at www.letstalkrelationships.org. And remember, you can't heal if you refuse to deal. Here's today's STEM tip. Don't throw out that old plastic bottle. Repurpose it by turning it into an awesome terrarium. Just fill it with sand, pebbles, soil, and your favorite plant. It'll grow sealed right in its own ecosystem. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. FBRN.US Fishbowl Radio Network Jump in. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh-huh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. You're listening to Thy Kingdom Come with Troy Napoleon Brown on Fishbowl Radio Network.
This is how we used to praise him in the church of God in Christ. These are songs that I learned in the church of God. That's just something that's
Amen, amen. Trying to get the blood flowing here at the top of this last hour here. Donnie McClurkin and then before then Chicago Mass. Whatever you want, God's got it. Amen, amen. Thank you for joining me again. And I talked in the first hour about salvation uh, alone through faith and I also talked about good works. But uh, we see here in uh, Hebrews in uh, chapter 6, verses 1 through 2, Paul talks about uh, dead works. He says, therefore, let us leave the elementary doctrine of Christ and go on to maturity, not laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God and of instruction about washing the laying of, of hands, the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. Now, what he's saying here, here in the book of Hebrews, uh, the author, he, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, sounds several warnings about false faith and addresses the, the problem of immaturity, immaturity among believers who had uh, formerly, you know, followed Jewish customs. Although they, you know, these believers should have been at a higher level, you know, maturity uh, to the point that they should have, uh, you know, been teachers themselves. Uh, they were still infants uh, in the faith. Uh, it says in uh, Hebrews 5 and eleven fourteen, they were still infants in the faith and were, you know, slow to learn. Now, uh, instead of being focused on the, you know, elementary teachings of the faith, uh, these believers needed to move on, uh, to move on to spiritual, uh, spiritual maturity. Now, you know, the dead works to be repented of our works performed, you know, by those who are uh, what it says in Ephesians 4.18, separated from the life, the life of God. You know, these works may be, you know, religious in nature, but they are dead in that they uh, cannot bring, you know, spiritual life. You know, such works may appear uh, virtuous uh, or even uh, sincerely pious, but, you know, they are not uh, rooted in faith in Christ or love of God and uh, so are, you know, useless in terms of salvation you know, an eternal life. Repenting of one's, you know, own works is uh, foundational to trusting Christ uh, and is thus called, you know, an elementary uh, doctrine uh, of Christ. And uh, in the context, you know, the book of Hebrews, the specific dead works uh, to which the author refers are the uh, Levitical uh, rituals that the uh, professing Jew, uh, Jewish Christians had trusted in before, you know, salvation in Christ, you know, offering sacrifices and performing rituals never saved you know, anyone, but rather, you know, serve to make a person, uh, the good word is uh, ceremonially, yeah, ceremonially clean, I guess. Uh, we see in verse 14, it says, For if the, the blood of, of bulls and of goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean, sanctifying it to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself up without spot to God, Purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. So dead works in this passage is clearly linked to uh, the works, the works of the law of the law. You know, the law pointed again, the need for Christ. You can see that in Galatians 324, you know, and served a, it served a vital uh, purpose of revealing, you know, the presence of uh, sin in people's lives. You know, uh, the first century Jewish followers of Jesus had already turned from their, you know, their trust in the Levitical works to trust in Christ's death and resurrection, you know, in their uh, pursuit 
uh, let me say again, of spiritual maturity, they did not need to keep returning to that basic teaching of faith. You know, it was time, you know, it was time for them to move on. And uh, the Mosaic Law laid, again, let me put an emphasis on that. The Mosaic Law laid the foundation for the Christian faith. And those who had formerly kept, you know, the law needed to move on to embrace the truth of God's revelation in Christ. You know, and if these uh, professing Jewish Christians park themselves on the on the foundation of repentance, you know, from dead works, then they would cease uh, maturing in their faith. You know, the elementary truths of God's word, they were to move beyond also included faith in God, instruction about cleansing rites and laying on hands and resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. You know, all these teachings were learned under, you know, the old covenant. And it was now incumbent upon the Jewish Christians to move on to the fuller teachings of Christ under the new, you know, the new covenant. The writer of Hebrews was, he was encouraging these believers to, to you know, press it on in their faith in Jesus Christ, the, the fulfillment of the law, which he was, uh, not to return to the law, which he warns again in Hebrews, you know, chapter 6, verses 4 through 6. And those Jewish believers, you know, needed to see the law as the foundation it was to recognize it as, you know, a shadow uh, and uh, a symbol that pointed, you know, to the reality in Christ. You know, Jesus had fulfilled the law and given them something better, it says in Hebrews 8 and also chapter 10. And as they grew in faith, you know, they, they could partake uh, of the solid food, amen, available, available to him. You know, and just like the Christians in the, in the book of Hebrews, we can become stagnated if we're not watching in faith and fail you know to grow you know instead of focusing solely on the basic tenets of the faith all of us should seek to grow in the grace and knowledge as it says in second peter three eighteen, and the grace and knowledge of our lord and savior jesus christ you know and the first step of faith is to stop trying to please god with dead works rituals and the hollow you know, the hollow forms of religion, you know, trying to keep the law cannot cannot save anyone. You know, like the first recipients of the book of Hebrews, we should move on to maturity. Amen. In Christ. And it says in Hebrews 6, 3. And so God willing, we will move forward to further understanding. I got to go to some uh, commercial messages and I got to be I'll be right back with my last teaching talking about in Matthew chapter 5 13 Jesus said you are the salt of the earth but if that salt loses its saltiness how can it be made salty again is it no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men I'm gonna go into that right after this stay tuned podcasters the name of the game is to get more visibility for your podcast so you can gain more credibility with your audience thus more profitability if you're ready to start syndicating your podcast and massively grow your audience and influence then contact fishbowl radio network today at 817-633-4880 fishbowl radio network is one of the largest streaming platforms in the world and now your podcast can be heard all over the world by the listening audience that 
that Fishbowl Radio Network has amassed over the last 11 years. With over 6 million impressions a month and growing, this is a platform that all podcasters should be on to create greater visibility for their podcast. Jump in today and be a part of the Fishbowl family, streaming great live internet radio shows and podcasts 24-7-817-633-4880. Jump in. Hello, this is Lisa Burkhart Worley along with Donna Skell. Catch our show, A Time to Dream, every Thursday from noon to one Central Time. On our show, you'll hear personal stories of how God has made a difference in people's lives. Tune in on Thursday to A Time to Dream from noon to one Central Time. On FishbowlRadioNetwork.com. Jump in. It's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Did you know that Proverbs 31 woman was also an entrepreneur? It's true, but somehow we struggle to embrace our businesses as the God-anointed ventures they truly are. Well, I'm Tiana B. Clewis, executive pastor and owner of a multi-million dollar consulting firm, and I want to invite you to join me on Saturday, October 1st at Ambitious Dreamers, The Pouring. Claim your seat at www.thepouring.life so you can be equipped with the practical and biblical strategies you need to embrace your business as a means of financial abundance and ministry. Space is limited, so register now at www.thepouring.life Hey, this is Linda. Catch my show. It's all about kids and the kid in you. On Saturdays at 2 p.m. Central Time starting September 10th. On this show, we will discuss issues that concern kids and also adults because of things that may have happened to them when they were kids. You can expect to hear from children, adults, and professionals discussing issues they may be facing today. Our mission is to bring healing to children, families, and our communities. Our goal is to save lives. This show will change lives. Catch my show on Saturdays at 2 p.m. Central Time. It's all about kids and the kid in you. Jump in. Look out in the street there. You know what you don't see? My car. Because I had to sell it to pay the lawyer I hired when I got busted for drunk driving. Know what else you don't see? My girlfriend, who decided that a guy with no car and no license and no money was no fun. Cops are out there cracking down on drunk driving all across the country. And they'll see you before you see them. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. You're listening to Thy Kingdom Come with Troy Napoleon Brown on Fishbowl Radio Network.
problems are, God is able. He said no weapon formed against you is going to prosper. Won't God live that heavy load? Can I get a witness? This is what you got to do. Take your Don't take them to your neighbors. your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. And leave it right there. Tim Woodson in the airs of harmony. Before that, Barbara Harper, the Mississippi Mass Choir. Lord, we thank you. Amen. Amen. You know, Jesus used uh, the concepts of salt and light a number of different times to refer to the role of his followers in the world. You know, Prime example, one example, I guess, is found in Matthew 5, 13. It says, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer, is it, oh, excuse me, is it no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled, trampled by men? You know, salt had two purposes uh, in the Middle East of the first century. Because of the lack of, you know, refrigeration, uh, salt was used to preserve food, you know, especially uh, meat, which would, you know, quickly spoil, you know, in that, um, in that desert environment, you know. And we, as believers in Christ, we are preservatives right now to the world, preserving it from the evil inherent in the society of ungodly men who, uh, unredeemed natures have cor been corrupted, you know, by sin. You know, it says in Psalms 14, verse 3, it says, They have all turned aside. They have together, together become corrupt. There is none who does good, no, not one. And Romans 8, 8 says, So then those who are in the flesh cannot, cannot uh, please God. Secondly, salt was used then, as now, you know, as a uh, flavor enhancer uh, in the same way that salt you know enhances the flavor of food of the food is seasons you know the followers of Christ stand out as those who uh, enhance the flavor of life in this world you know we as believers living under the, the guidance of the Holy Spirit and, and in the obedience uh, to Christ you know will inevitably inf influence the world for good as salt has a positive influence on the flavor of food that is seasons you know where there is bitterness envy and strife we are to be the peacemakers where there is sorrow 
We are to be the ministers of Christ, binding up wounds. And where there is hatred, we are to exemplify the love of God in Christ and returning good uh, for evil. In Luke 6, 35, it says, But love your enemies, do good, and lend, hoping for nothing in return. And your reward will be great. And you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the unthankful and evil. You know, in the analogy of light, you know, to the world, the good works, again, of Christ's followers are to shine for all to see. Matthew 5 highlighted this truth. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does any one light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is who is in heaven. Amen. And Matthew 5, 14, 16. And uh, the idea, you know, there is, is similar. The, the presence of light in darkness is something that is um, unmistakable. You know, our presence in the world must be like a light in the darkness, not only, you know, in the sense that the truth of God's word, you know, brings light to the darkened hearts of sinful man. But also, you know, in the sense that our good deeds must be evident, you know, for all to see. And, and indeed, our deeds, you know, will be evident, you know, if they are performed, get this in accordance, you know, with the other principles that Jesus, you know, mentions, you know, in this passage, such as, uh, you can go back and look at it in uh, verses 3 through 11, such as, you know, the Beatitudes, again, there in Matthew chapter 5. So notice especially that, you know, um, that the concern is not, you know, that Christians would stand out, you know, for their own sake, but, you know, that those who who looked on might, you know, might see us and, and that glorifies our father who is, you know, who in heaven. So in light of these verses, what, uh, what sorts of things can hinder or prevent, you know, the believer from fulfilling his or her role as salt and light in the world? Now, the passage, again, you can go back and look at it, clearly states that the difference between the believer and the world must be preserved. Therefore, any choice of our part that blurs, you know, the distinction between us and the rest of the world is a step, let's say, in the wrong direction. You know, this can happen, you know, either through a, uh, a choice to accept the ways of the world for the, uh, for the sake of comfort or convenience or to uh or contrive you know the law of which would well let me say which would be uh opposite you know the law of the obedience to christ uh and mark nine fifty suggests that saltiness can be lost specifically through the lack of peace with one another you know this follows from the command to have salt in yourselves and be at peace. Uh, with each other as mark nine fifty, and in luke 14 verses 34 and 35 we find a reference to the metaphor of salt once again you know this time in the context of obedience uh, discipleship uh to jesus christ verse 34 it says salt is good but if the salt has lost its flavor how shall it be seasoned verse 35 and it is neither fit for the land and nor for the, the dunghill but men throw it out he who has ears to hear, let uh, let him let him hear. You know the loss of uh, saltiness occurs 
and the failure of the believer to daily take up the cross and follow Christ wholeheartedly. So let me wrap this up by saying it seems then, you know, uh, that the role of the believer as salt and light in the world may be hindered or prevented through any choice to compromise or settle for that which is more uh, convenient or comfortable rather than that which is truly best and pleasing uh, to the Lord. Moreover, the status of salt and light is something that, you know, that uh, follows naturally from our humble obedience, you know, to the commandments of Christ. And it is when we depart, you know, from the spirit led lifestyle of a genuine discipleship that the distinction between ourselves and the rest of the world become blurred and our testimony, our testimony is um, is hindered only. Remember this only by remaining focused on Christ and being obedient to him. Can we expect to remain salt and light uh, in this world, especially in these perilous times uh, that we live in? Here's Wilmington Mass Choir. I just want to be one day somewhere, somewhere around the corner.
Chester Mass Choir. That's where we all want to be, somewhere around the throne. Get to hear them words, well done, my good and faithful servant. Well, my time's about up. I just want to leave with one thing and keep this on your mind. While we see all this stuff going on, you know, and people just, just out and hating each other and all that other stuff, it's kind of hard. But keep in mind what Jesus told us to do in Matthew chapter 5, verse 44. He said, but I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despisefully use you and persecute you. Key words in that in that verse, love, bless, do good, and pray. Again, Matthew chapter 5, verse 44. Thank you for joining me today. Hope you had a good time, and I hope you were blessed by uh, the messages, the teachings that I brought today. And uh, continue to move on and uh, keep the faith. And uh, like I said in this last teaching, as much as possible in these times, continue. <laughs> continue to be as salty as salty as you can. God bless you. Love you. Have a good day.